Coming directly from the horseshoe crowd capital of the world. Get a leg up and get ready for the hydrant. And now, the only man to use a CPAP machine while swimming, your host, Jim Cooper. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Hydrant. Kayla Pitts is with me today. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, of course. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, sure. I've been looking forward to this one. Uh, you can reach out to Kayla at kaylapittsvoice.com. Uh, she is a voice actor. She is also a visual designer. In fact, if you go out to her website, even though it's Kayla Pitt's voice, uh, there's a whole section on visual design and some of the work she does there. So there's a couple different things going on. So as a voice actor and a visual designer, why is your degree in psychology? <laughs> because they make you pick your degree specification so young <laughs> at such an early age. Um, no, but in all honesty, I think even now I would still be interested in a psychology degree years later. I've just, that's always been my baseline interest, but psychology branches into so many different things that I actually find it applicable almost everywhere that I go. So, Especially with a group of neurotic actors who all <laughs> need that assistance, <laughs> or at least analysis, something like that. So what was the impetus of doing the design and the acting? Is it just something that you like to do both? Or how did you how do you split your time with that? I'd say they didn't happen at the same time. So okay. I got into voiceover and I had built brands for myself in the past. I used to have a soap making business. But when I got into voiceover, I realized all over again, I'm, I need a brand for myself. I need to market myself as a voice talent. And then I spent more of my time doing visual design. And then maybe two, three years into just working on my own voiceover brands visuals, I started to expand out more and try to help friends, other voiceover artists. And then I started working for Women in Voice as their head of marketing. So it was, it was a bit more of a snowball effect than having both things happen at the same time. Okay. Uh, and some of the things that I've read, you, you're kind of self-described as a nerd for video games, reading, and this is the one that's fascinating, discussing cryptic creatures with like-minded people. Yep. What's that all about? Give me an example. Do you <laughs> know do creature? you know what a cryptid is? No. The Loch Ness I'm monster. Not a okay. Bigfoot. Okay. El Chupacabra. These are all what a category of like what people call cryptids or cryptic creatures. And I just find them fascinating. I also have like a huge I'm a huge nerd and people don't think that I'm a huge nerd, but I play video games almost every day. And all of the podcasts that I listen to dive into conspiracy theories and stuff like that. One of my favorites is Last Podcast on the Left, and they'll do deep dives on the history and lore behind cryptids and cryptic creatures. And sometimes they're very specific to your locale. So like sometimes there's just one, like a city, and everyone in the city knows about their cryptid. And sometimes it's more widespread. So like if you were to say Bigfoot, I think most people know or have heard of right. Bigfoot. So yeah. <laughs> so give me an example of one that's not so common. Ooh. <laughs> Mothman? 
I guess that one's still kind of common. People have are there's a movie about Mothman. I was gonna say I was yeah. does the movie have anything to do with that? Okay. It does, yeah. It's the cryptid creature that was allegedly trying to warn everybody about the bridge collapse, um, that big historic bridge collapse that happened. But that's that's definitely a favorite of mine is Mothman and then a Loch Ness monster. And they actually just had one of the biggest searches for the Loch Ness Monster happen this year because they looped people in virtually on cameras to keep it so that like a live audience could keep an eye on things to see if there was any activity for, for good old Nessie. Was anyone doing deep diving into the lock or is it, were they just kind of sitting around the outside waiting for something to happen? I think it was a little of both. I think the people who can afford to do the deep dives and go down and get permission, I guess, um, right. are few and far between. And the majority of people were just watching and just adding, you know, extra eyes to the search. They still didn't find anything, but... So I got to ask, what's your stance? <laughs> Does Nessie exist? If Nessie doesn't exist now, I think Nessie did exist. Well, that kind of skirts the issue, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it might be harder to find evidence today than maybe 100 years ago. Right. Um, but if you were to ask me if, if you know, when people started talking about Loch Ness and the Loch Ness Monster, like, yes, I do think that there was and could still be some some mysterious creatures down there uh, that we just don't know about. But if you were to ask me like today, if we were to scan that whole area, would we find right. Loch Ness Monster? I don't think so. So, and I hesitate to ask this, probably <laughs> as everybody asks this, do we consider aliens as cryptic creatures? Ooh, well, I'm not an, I'm not a, um, an authority on the subject, but I think they're two separate categories. I think okay. aliens are separate from cryptids. But I'm also yeah, a big alien got... believer. <laughs> okay, so you're in the UFO camp. That's, that's what we're yeah, saying, as yeah. well as the cryptid. Okay. I'm not a ufologist, but I, you know, I'm up on all the news. <laughs> is that really a word? It is. A ufologist? Yeah. You can, and I, wow. I believe it's like, um, I think you have to apply to be able to call yourself that officially. Um, I think there's like a, a test or some sort of application <laughs> <laughs> to be considered what? a ufologist. About what? I mean, what's a test about? I mean, what do you have to prove? Unidentified flying objects that you're on the up and up, that you have the knowledge that you're, you know, I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm not wow. a ufologist, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either. So it's, that's why I'd never heard of that before. Um, all right. Let me ask you some of these bizarre questions. Yeah, throw and them see where the, where this takes us because I never know. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Zendaya, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I was my first thought was Eartha Kitt, but unfortunately, I don't think she she could do that. Yeah, I'd I'd have to go with Zendaya. Okay. Okay. For some reason, Rosie Perez popped in my head, but Zendaya is a good pick. <laughs> What sound or noise do you love? That's a tough one. What sound or noise do I love? I I'm this might be a weird answer, but I'm I kind of uh really enjoy the sound of typing on a keyboard. 
like a computer keyboard or an old-fashioned typewriter? Both. Both. Okay. And I'm, I'm, it might have something to do with the nostalgia sound that that elicits, right. but yeah, typing. What sound or noise do you hate? In the past, it would have been dial-up, um, and I still <laughs> have a very visceral memory of what that sounded like if I picked up oh, the phone yeah. and I was trying to be connected to the internet at the same time. That mm-hmm. screeching sound. Yep. <laughs> uh. When we all lived with it for so long, it was like, it's like standard, but yes, I would <laughs> agree. What song should play every time you walk into a room? Every time I walk into a room? Yep. Ideally, I wouldn't have a song play at all if I'm walking into a room. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather playing? slip into the room unnoticed. <laughs> okay, that's valid. I mean, that's that's yeah. fine. You don't want the attention. That's okay. Yeah, maybe something what? classical or like an or like an orchestra type. Uh, and I don't have the names of those songs off the top of my head, but yeah, right. something something instrumental. What movie makes you laugh no matter how many times you've seen it? The Princess Bride. I can quote no. every word from it, but <laughs> it still makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I get it. Some of the films that make me laugh, I can say I'm, I've watched them so many times, so... What's one thing you cannot live without? Potatoes. Ooh, that's interesting. I don't think we've had that one before. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. What breed of dog would you be? Likely a German Shepherd. Something something larger. uh, Something on like the the larger side of dog sizes. And then the amount of fur that they have, but also they have like a very distinct look as a German mm-hmm. Shepherd. So yeah, I'd say German Shepherd. And if not a German Shepherd, then a Husky. Right. Same I'm type based of characteristics. In, yeah, yeah. And I'm based in New Hampshire. So like something, you know, a dog that would, for the fur that would keep me warm <laughs> is what comes to mind. Deal with that cold weather up there. Okay. Mm-hmm. What food will you absolutely not under any circumstances eat? Liver. I think I was going to say cottage cheese, but I think today people have really figured out ways to hide ingredients. And I've seen plenty of people use cottage cheese as substitutes for other things in like mixes. Mm -hmm. You throw it in a blender. I won't know it's cottage cheese. So I have to go with liver. I think I won't eat liver. Good. That'll come into play (laughs) in just a minute or two. Oh, Uh, great. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite curse word? fuck but isn't that when everyone's yeah (laughs) i would say about 75 percent of the people yeah that's just about everyone's so yeah if you were an ice cream flavor what would you be mint chip that also is a very popular answer really yeah we've had a lot of people say that so you're not alone in that category oh good good i thought people would be turned off by like the toothpaste Nope. Okay. Nope. A lot of people love it. <laughs> Who's your favorite fictional hero or heroine? Are you familiar with the author Terry Pratchett? Yes, quite well, thank you. Okay. It might be Tiffany Aching or or Death from his death books. Right. If I'm gonna go with, with one of the characters. Um yeah, the Knack Mac Feagles are my favorite. <laughs> so, I yeah, I might have to go with t- Tiffany Aching on that one. 
What's one thing you do not want to hear on a date? Um, maybe about my date's mother. I guess, like, if they're talking about their mom. Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's a little tough because sometimes it could be endearing um, if they're, like, you know, really close with their mom. But, yeah, if I'm on a date with somebody, I don't really want to hear them talk about their mom, you know? <laughs> Especially if they're living with her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if, she does their, if she does your laundry or, yeah. you know... <laughs> Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> Speaking of moms, in deference to your mom, if you were a software program, which one would you be? That is that question just made me dizzy because my mom worked for Dell for twelve years. Um, so I saw I, that at <laughs> your bio that your mom was in computer industry. So yeah, twelve twelve years I think at Dell. So now I've already forgotten what the question was. If, <laughs> if you were a software program, which one would you be? Probably just Word doc <laughs> or an Excel spreadsheet, like Excel, I think. Okay. Yeah. You wouldn't be like a graphics design package or? When it comes down to it, really, I, I think that my mind is very data oriented driven. yeah data driven i like organization um and there's almost always a a data list or a spreadsheet involved when i'm working on like a big design project so <laughs> i'm there with you i mean it's just like i'm i'm the same way the the number of things i've actually programmed in excel um I've, it's it's kind of frightening anyway uh, um <laughs> Okay, we're going to do some either or things. I'll give you two things and you tell me what your preference is. Cool. Passenger or driver? Passenger. Wow. I think you're one of the first people to say that. You know, with all the actors and all the control freaks, they all want to be drivers. Yeah. Two Reese's cups or a half gallon of ice cream? Half gallon of ice cream. Bananas or watermelon? Watermelon. Live theater or movies? Movies. Okay. While we're there, horror movie or comedy movie? Horror. Notorious or unnoticed? Unnoticed. Sidney Poitier or Denzel Washington? Denzel, but only because I don't know who Sidney Poitier is. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to Google that after this. <laughs> You're going to have to because he is probably one of the best actors ever and he's done so many movies and it's just he's he's just he was just a classy classy guy as Denzel is I think a classy classy guy. So Okay. Toilet paper over or under? Over. Is under even an option? For some people it is. <laughs> Eggs, omelet or scrambled? I don't like eggs, so... Okay, we'll scratch that one. <laughs> <laughs> However, I can eat them where they don't taste like eggs. That's how I'll eat them. Okay, you're in a cake or something like that. Okay, yes, fine. Yes. Amusement park or day at the beach? Day at the beach, definitely. What superpower would you rather have, invisibility or shape-shifting? Shape-shifting, like Beast Boy from Teen Titans. <laughs> There you go. Would you rather give up your cell phone for a month or bathing for a month? 
my cell phone. Some people get on the fence about it. But yeah. <laughs> okay. And here's, here's the follow-up to what we were talking about before. Would you rather have to eat only liver for the rest of your life or be forced to watch an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians every day? Every day? Every day. Or eat liver. Or eat liver for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. I th- um, oh, wow. <laughs> it's a tough one. It is. Only oh, just because I don't know what that would do to my mental health to watch an episode a day. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you may have shattered an internal <laughs> an internal held value. Oh, I have to go with the liver. I have to eat the liver. We know where you're where you draw the line now, so that's okay. That's yeah. just fine. The media you consume is so like it, I get it. impactful on yeah, so ugh. I get it. Give me all that liver then, I guess. <laughs> Would you rather be two inches tall or 20 feet tall? Uh, I, this is such a funny question because I just watched Downsizing last night. And the fear of a larger person stepping on you because you're that small is kind of very intense fear. Um, 20 feet. But I know the world is not built for people like that. And I'd hit my head on everything. But 20 feet. The world's not built for either one of them, but yeah. It's like, okay. But I'd rather not be stepped on or accidentally squashed at two inches. <laughs> okay. Here's another fun one. Would you rather go skydiving in a rainstorm or climb the antenna at the top of the Empire State Building on a windy day? Skydiving. <laughs> She's saying to herself, What the hell did I do agreeing <laughs> to do this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Skydiving. Would you rather send a semi-naked photo of yourself to the wrong person or eat at Burger King three meals a day for a month? Oh, three meals a day for a month. Accidentally send the photo. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. That's a lot of Burger King. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. Even if you do the veggie burger, it's still too much. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly? Oh, that one's tough because both are very cool. I'm a certified scuba diver, so breathing underwater without (laughs) any of my equipment would be really cool. But doesn't everyone want to fly? Pretty much. Pretty much that's been the answer across the board. I might go, oh, uh, mm, fly. It's yeah, it's cooler. I, I gotta go with fly. I'll lug all my scuba equipment underwater and breathe that way. This is kind of a side question. wasn't planning on this, but what's the coolest place you've gone scuba diving? Hawaii is the most beautiful. I've gone to other tropical islands like the Bahamas, but mm-hmm. Hawaii is definitely um, definitely my favorite. Would you rather have whatever you are thinking appear in a bubble above your head for everyone to read or have absolutely everything you do be live streamed for everyone to see? Bubble over my head of what I'm thinking. 
<laughs> and maybe I can I can really hone it down to just be like icons or something so that people don't always necessarily know what I'm thinking. <laughs> and some people have taken that road just because their thought process is, I can control my thoughts. And if I can get people to do my bidding by having them read what I want them to see, yeah. you know, then it, then it becomes an evil thing. And it's just like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one thing that you did coming into the voiceover business that when you look back, you say, shouldn't have done that. Or at least I should have done it later. Two, two things come to mind. I think I created my online channels too fast. And then my focus got split between using that for marketing or, and actually perfecting my craft um, mm -hmm. but also very early on clubhouse was a very popular app that came out and I was on there early on. I started building a community on there that really flourished and I loved it, but it started to take too much of my time and I couldn't continue with it. So I wish I had let that idea sit up with me a little bit longer so that I was able to really continue making it a reality after it had gained right. so much traction. Um, and I had the time and energy to put into it because it kind of like hyperinflated like a balloon and then popped. And now, you know, if I had waited, then I think I would have been able to do it more sustainably for myself and for other people. Right. Cause uh, running a, a house in, in clubhouse takes time and effort. It's not just a, yeah. it's like doing a podcast. I mean, you, it takes work and time and effort and, a lot of people don't realize that when they first go into it, it's like, you know, oh, this is going to take a lot of time. So I've, I've heard that from many people that they got into Clubhouse and it's like, you know what, this is a time killer and I don't have time for this. But but for the people that yeah. can make it work, you know, God bless them. Yeah. God bless them. So. And if I had started later on, I think it would probably still be going. The club that I had created was the voiceover playground. And the idea was everyone would that. come once a week and we would improv and it was just supposed to be fun. But I had a lot of prep work to put into that because I had to pick the theme. I had to come up with ideas and, and words and I had to build the the feel of the room. Sometimes I'd even have background music. I'd have to get mods involved and make sure that they were on board with the theme so that when people dropped in, everything was ready to go for them to just play around and have fun and try to get into character but it, it was a lot of upfront work from me and yeah if I had started that later on I probably would still be doing it I get that um, thank you for doing this I appreciate yeah. it if you want to know more about Kayla whether it's a voice actress or a visual design or playing video games or if you want to talk about cryptic creatures go to KaylaPittsVoice.com and uh and check her out. Thank you again for doing this. And we'll see you again next time on The Hive. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us on The Hydrant. The Hydrant announcer is Allison Steele. For outstanding VO coaching and voice acting services, visit Allison at allisonsteele.com. That's Allison with a Y and Steele with no E at the end. Shoot me an email with any comments, questions, worthwhile recipes at bigdog at jimcoopervo.com. This episode copyright 2023 by Jim Cooper VO and Nat Lancor Audio, which is solely responsible for its content. 
No reproduction by writing, recording, reposting, smoke signals, AI voice loading, Morse code, or any other electronic or manual recording method known to man is allowed without prior written consent. Come back and play with us next week as the steady stream of outstanding guests continue at the height. Thank <laughs> you.